Oh no, it's not collecting. It's it's collecting urine. It's the sacco. That whole deal. But first, before we get into that, we are now live. So oh. I'm gonna do the little, you know, the little opening spiel and all that, and then we uh, do you give your introduction, and then we go from there. So, good evening, folks. This is the last talk show of this day. I'm fucking tired. This has been all. Like, I I did it. Made it to the last one. You have uh, thank you all for coming. This has been a wonderful day. I it has been fun and an honor to do this. Uh, I mean, because I mean, the alternative was that I do nothing because I have nothing else to do otherwise. You know what I mean? I don't do things on Sundays. Sundays are literally just my day to just dick around all day. So this was a, I like to think this was a really very productive use of my Sunday. Um, and with that being said, if you haven't seen my prior streams up to this point, to the up to this point, I will say it once and I'll say it again. The why I'm doing this is to talk to people because I enjoy talking to people, to uh, show y'all how to have a healthy discourse with people with uh, varying political backgrounds, beliefs, and you know, back, you know, just you know, kind of whatever, whatever the hell, you know. Um, and most importantly, to fundraise for my local Habitat for Humanities Neighborhood Revitalization Committee. My goal, uh, sorry, I just said that. Sorry, like I said, I'm tired. But um, if you would like to donate, the link to the donation page is in the description below. All you have to do is click on that, donate, click the donate and all that. But when you do, make sure you annotate, you note that you are doing, the, your donation is for the Neighborhood Revitalization Committee or the NR Committee or literally just say it's for Rico. And, and trust me, because I'm a part of the committee, they'll, it, it goes to the committee. So with that being said, I have with me the, I have no, I actually have, don't know much about you, so I can't even come up with a good thing, uh, a good uh, verb adjective, noun, whatever, to describe you. So with that being said, LSP, or Liberal Sanity Project, if you'd be so kind as to introduce yourself to my audience. Uh, I mean, it seems like you just nailed the adjective, liberal. Um, yeah, I'm LSP. <laughs> I produce YouTube content. Um, haven't produced anything in a while. I make some really weird arguments about why children should be allowed to vote. I can make some weirder arguments, and I'll totally debate you all on it. Um, I appreciate Rico having me here. This seems like a good cause, so you know I'm glad to be here and support this. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. Let's uh, talk. Let's Hell yeah! Discourse. Let us engage in the marketplace of ideas. That's where we engage. And for where we engage, where we come with the the armor of knowledge, the sword of debate. The I I, I was gonna keep going, but I don't know. I feel like the bit, the bit was funnier in my head. Am I gonna lie? So, you had a topic you want to talk about. The floor is yours, and I'll go. We can go from there. Uh, yeah. So the topic I wanted to talk about. Uh, so yeah, let's let's get into this. Um, so what I suggested we talk about is this. There's this kind of an interesting phenomenon, in my opinion, uh, where people who join the military are part of this subculture of conservatism. I'm wondering. Why that is? Why do people who might like uh, why why are people who join the military conservatives, or why are people going into the military and becoming conservatives? And this doesn't just apply to military; this can apply to police subculture as well. And yeah. so your background is that of a veteran, 
this seems like prime opportunity to review this kind of stuff and find out about it. Um, you, you probably got some valuable insights on there. So let's engage in the discourse. All right. Well, so why do you uh, think that? the reason I think that is, is because of certain, um, a lot of it is, is by and large, there's, there's influence of media, uh, where typically, um, one of the things that media that, that, that uh, conservatives specifically most more often than not typically seem to enjoy is the more, the kind of macho, the kind of machismo type of uh, appearance that the military and law enforcement offers. You know what I mean? So it's you really just aesthetics? No, no, that, that's just one aspect of it is there's the aesthetic uh, appeal which conservatives uh, I find, I find, you know, the military, you know, the, the toughness, the strength of, uh, the, of the military and or law enforcement to be, uh, again, it, it's what they want to emulate. You know what I mean? Um, so aesthetic wise, that's why I typically, I say typically more centered to lefty, further left people typically don't uh, find that aesthetic all that appealing. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. It's not. It's just a matter of principle of what you find appealing, and by and large, typically conservatives tend to just. Uh, and if we're again, and, I mean, I'm, 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 what, what's up? Oh, conservatism does have like. Well, I mean, it's value positive towards aesthetics. Mm -hmm. I'm sure, like one thing about conservatism that, well, I would hope that leftists notice is that conservatism has uh, an element of uniformity to it. Yeah, and military—it's very that uniformity is that, that's what defines the military and law enforcement is a kind of uniformity and a strict hierarchy. Uh, yeah, that but is it, adhered there's to. almost like a faux uniformity to it, right? Like people in the yeah. military. So it's not just like this is just a thing with conservatives. Like, why do they cosplays like militiamen? Like, that's not even the military. Um, yeah. so why not just be in the military? Yeah, like it yeah. seems like it, it really is just raw aesthetics to them. It's, it's I, right, it, it breaks it breaks down in two in two subsets in that in that case. You know what I mean? Whereas like the ones that it's all about the raw aesthetics, but would never actually you know serve or sign their life over like that. So they join you know militias and LARP, and LARP as bad big bad military dudes. Whereas the ones that actually like genuinely believe. In uh, in wearing the uniform and serving the country and all that jazz, other ones that join, even, even if it's, it's not just aesthetics to them, they genuinely believe in it. You know, well, I mean, they're willing. I mean, to, I think you it, you can like be a, you can be attracted to the aesthetics of being in the military and still genuinely believe in that too. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, they, I was, they are attracted to the aesthetics and they also believe in it. Whereas the ones that are uh, attracted to it, but just they they don't they don't believe in it enough to join. You know what I mean? They they wouldn't join. They wouldn't actually sign up and go to boot camp and all that good. They wouldn't actually do it, but they love the aesthetic. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why you see them walk. You see a bunch of people. You know, if you look at if you actually if I try to find out like how many of these militias do, how many of you actually served? I would say the 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 majority of them are civilians. Like well, only like a handful of them actually being former uh, service members. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's usually. Well, that's the scary. So there's a, there, I, I'm sure you know this full well. There's like this um, kind of a, a, a scary, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like a symbiosis between like these alt-right groups, these Nazis, that like mm -hmm. see the police, these institutions of the police, the institution yeah. of the military, as worth infiltrating as means to their own ends. Yeah. And they do this. And you know, leftists just don't and i don't know why if the institution's there 
it's free, it's perfectly exploitable. You don't see a lot of leftists taking advantage of these same institutions. So yeah. there's more to aesthetics in it, right? Like, sorry. I, and, no, 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 you're good, you're good. I, I agree, and we don't, by and large, into the same type of you know long-term political end uh, in the same way that the uh, that those in the far right do, we we just don't we don't do that, and I think it is a matter of a sorry not just a perspective of the towards the military because a lot of leftists are very opposed to the military as an institution, and so much so that they wouldn't even join it uh, for long term uh, milita uh, militancy type. Uh, Political ends. You think they're kind of like missing out on like some opportunity there? I do. I I think so. I personally, but hey, but that's just me. I'm biased because I already served, and my my service is what inf by, uh, largely is the foundation of my left wing views. Do you think your service? I mean, do you think you influence the subculture of the military as an individual, or do you think maybe it it influenced you? I would say I, as an individual, individual, I have influenced service members in my time, and you know, because one thing I learned about many of them is, say for the aesthetic, most of them don't are, by and large, politically illiterate. I would say, as in they they actually know very little, even about their own policies and beliefs or how to articulate them and whatnot. You know yeah. what I mean? So even if they at a, a like a more raw and more visceral level understand the aesthetic they don't really understand the full uh, scope of what it is they're like what the, the the deeper scope of what there is they're doing so they can be swayed either which way believe it or not then why aren't they like what so is it just for a lack of like opportunity with a lot of leftists joining and influencing these cultures then yeah i would say again for one definitely the the left doesn't uh do more to uh attract uh active duty and uh, veterans whatnot i would say now we're starting to do that because i was a, i'm a part of a veterans organization called common defense which is a pretty like we work with all kinds but it's pretty uh pro it's a pretty overtly progressive uh veterans organization and so we do try yeah, to influence veterans. What do they do? common defense we do uh, we common defense and like vote vets what we do is we try to get veterans we try to get progressive veterans elected we do try to uh went over and say, you know, try to give a left-wing appeal to being a better, a left-wing a left perspective on being a veteran or active duty uh, to, to challenge the many of the, the toxic, you know, far-right-wing culture uh, in and outside the military. Like, I've never even heard of this organization. You guys got a lot of electoral success? Yeah, actually. In fact, the reason Wait, Trump got impeached... Tulsi Gabbard, did you? No, the reason... Why Trump even got impeached was because of common defense. Really? Wait, wait. Yeah. Thread this needle for me. I don't. How is this? Like so a, what happened is, uh, when they were trying to go going for impeachment, they didn't initially have all the votes, but because common defense, you know, this very openly veterans organization had a huge hand in swaying uh, politicians on to vote for impeachment. You know, that hasn't even been confirmed by politicians who came and told us that yeah, no, if not for them, they they wouldn't have voted for impeachment. You know what I mean? It's we we got people all over the country, and when it came to that impeachment, we were there. Um, you know I mean? Yeah, that's that sounds pretty baller. Uh, I've never heard of yeah. this. Cool. Look, like I said, look up common defense and vote feds. There are there are a few left wing veteran organization veteran organization military organizations. It's just 
comparatively to right wings ones, it's not a lot. You know what I mean? Oh, is this a new thing? We started common defense to oppose Trump's corrupt administration. This is like a new thing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's like new. It. Again, we didn't have this shit before. Wow, that was found in 2016. Shit. Yeah, 2016 was basically the thing that uh, really, really uh, made a lot of people snap. And I'm talking including uh, lifelong Republican uh, lieutenant colonels and generals and shit. Like one in particular I worked with on a with common defense. Like uh, it's 2016 really reshaped a lot of people, a lot of active duty and veterans perspectives on politics. Because again, by and large, most of them were apolitical to conservative leaning. But Trump getting in office in the last four years, it completely reshaped that. And that's why you're seeing groups like Common Defense uh, and Vote Vets and all that come about. I guess you could call that a silver lining. I'm not quite sure I would. I would like, uh, you know, hail that as a good thing. But I mean, if some political activities, like any political activity, is good activity, and it sounds better than nothing. Certainly better than nothing. And when it comes to the left, who has so little po- political capital to throw around, fuck, any helps good help. Like, any helps good help. It turned out like kind of political capital. Uh, people yeah. fucking love- I'm sorry, can I swear in here? Holy shit. Yeah, no, you're fine. I swear all the, I swear all the fucking time. You're good, dude. Yeah, I should have established that as a ground rule before I started like, dropping. Like, yeah, all my- no, you're fine. You are fine. That is cool and dandy. It's just, I would never, it should go without saying, because I say it to everybody. It's like, hey, just don't come here saying some crazy shit. You know what I mean? crazy what are, what are some it, crazy it, words i'm not allowed to say i would say it's not so much as words that don't make it like say a sexual assault joke you know what i mean i'm like whoa you uh, know what i mean it's just like give me an uh, example pretty, of a sexual assault joke uh, so i know uh, not to say it i just, just don't want to repeat it so just give me an example any any i any just don't, any? Joke, about I don't, it. Okay. don't joke about it i just none zero zilch don't even touch that don't even touch that with a 10-foot fucking pole at least, right, not on yeah. my, at least not at least not on my stream or at least not live you know what i mean yeah deal uh okay um shit what i was gonna talk about before i got derailed on that yeah there's a lot of political capital in military service and the left the left are like man it's like my big criticism of the left at large and maybe you share these sentiments leftists are really bad at exploiting the political capital they could be taking advantage of because they are a little self-destructive um perhaps to some some negative ends uh I, I mean, I'm going to throw this out as an example. It's not meant to call him out. Like, I love the guy. But you and Logic Guy earlier talking about, like, Nancy Pelosi, uh, like, running unopposed, like, Democratic leadership. Nancy Pelosi's, like, pretty well regarded, right? And I, if you want to, like, find some opposition against her, you got to groom the right people. Imagine, yeah. imagine, like, and this, this you got to groom, like, mainstream Americans, normie Americans. Um, yeah. But imagine like what like kind of like wins you could get electorally if you could get like Colin Powell to switch parties, right? He's already voted like Obama. Like there's there's so much capital here ready to be exploited. And, and I guess yeah. common defense and, and what is it, vote vets or vote for vets? The common defense, vote vets, yeah. Seems like they're already taking advantage of it. So I mean, kudos to them. Yeah. Um, Trust it's like if it, it, it depends on what you talk about the left because if you're talking like online left, that's a different game. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah, that's that, because that, that, that's a world online left. Yeah, that, in which case they are effectively irrelevant by and large. You know what I mean? I'm just not at all that concerned with the online left compared to comparatively to on the ground. Who is on the ground? Like somewhat effusive hold on like political discourse, like. It, 
I, I, I mean, know, but that's online. That's online shit in general. It, it, it skews your view on these matters. I promise you, if you like, if you were more focused on what's happening on the ground, you know, you'd have known about common defense. You know what um, I mean? Yeah, I guess. I mean, like, well, on the damn. So yeah, here's, here's another example from today, or, or from recently about on the ground politics. You know who Destiny is? Yes, I know the. Yes. Yes. Uh, we don't have to get into this, but here I'm like trying to tie this into an example of where on the ground politics ends up being held back by what the online, online lefty discourse. Yeah. yeah. And and it kind of like negative reverberous effects on like some real important shit. Like yeah. when the Georgia special elections is like pretty fucking important right now, and it seems yeah. like we'd rather like cut our nose to spite our face. Um, there's a lot. I would say there's a lot more of it to that than just the matter of you know online lefty discourses would ruin all that. But I, yeah, but said, really, I'd rather, I'm, I'm obviously I don't mean like it's just that. Yeah. I'll just give it as an example of like how these things can be downstream. Yeah, they said it does bleed into on the ground. It, it, without a doubt, without a yeah. doubt. And in which case, I try to tell people like, listen, y'all, really, when it comes to on the ground work, you got to leave that online shit to behind. All right. Yeah. You got to do you got to work with work with who you can on the ground to get something to get shit done. So yeah. all that online extremely online bullshit you you you're you're all into you got to put that shit behind you. Yep. Put it behind you and leave it and leave it there. Keep it keep it separate. You know, from your own from your on the ground organizing helping people and whatnot. That's what you got to do. What, where would you say again? I only just heard of this group. Where would you say like these people fall? Like, are they more like mainstream Democrats? Are they like conservatives, like blue dogs or something? Or are they like they're not uh, like I have a hard time believing they'd be socialists, right? No, no. I would say they're definitely progressive. Many of many of whom are uh, would would consider themselves more social at the very least social democrats. But by and large, I would say they're mostly center left. Okay, I mean center left. A center left ally is better than a conservative one. Right, you know what I mean. It's it's it's, and some of them were uh, were Republicans and exclusively against Trump, like not opposed to the Republican Party by and large, but mostly just against Trump. So hey, called, lean on those fucking people, dude. And we did, and we do. Built in a day. You want to rebuild? Well, I can't say this for socialists because I'm not a socialist. You want to yeah. rebuild like a? You want to build actual political groundwork? Those are the people you aim for. These people yeah. who are otherwise disaffected or alienated from the politics that they've. Yep. Been, that they have basically been groomed by, and you yeah. could liberate them by. Well, liberate's like probably the wrong word because it makes it sound like yeah. debating is like noble or something. But yeah, opportunity with these people, and people need to realize that. Yeah, it's the one, and that's why I say it's just it's all depends on who you're going for because the disaffected, disillusioned ones, they will by and large probably come to you like, again, uh, but only it's more so if it's something that they're familiar with, like. They, of course, were a lot of disaffected, disillusioned Republicans would side with a veterans organization, you know what I mean, versus a like the Democratic Socialist America, you know what I mean? Republicans, even the most disaffected of them, isn't going towards the DSA, but they would absolutely go towards a veterans group. I don't understand why that has to be a rule, though. Like, if I'm the DSA and I want to start, like, actually getting a ground game that works in our favor. It's not the DSA trying to go towards them. It's them. They they don't because they because again still you got to consider that these people still have a kind of Pavlovian response uh, in opposition to words like socialist. So when they see Democratic Socialists of America, by and large, even the most again disillusioned, disaffected of Republicans is not going to side with the Democratic Socialists of America. They'll just, at that point they're just not going to vote at all. You how how I mean? well did you track the twenty twenty election? Like were uh, you like real involved in like the primaries? You paid like good attention to that shit. Yeah, by and large, uh, for the most part, I, uh, 
helped out, uh, you know, facilitating the the voting process for all that. Really? You know what I mean? Cool. Wait, no. Yeah, no I, what did that involve? Like door knocking? I mean, like I said, fucking phone banking, you know. Uh, That's badass. And most of course, most importantly, and it is not just in the primaries, but on the election day, actually kind of protecting the polls. We accommodate like like Black Panthers there with guns, sort of thing. Not that it is. We don't come armed. We come. I mean, at Mace at most, but we come in plain clothes to watch, to be to be there, to be you know, to work alongside the well, Democratic Party, whatever the party really. But we're there to watch and to prevent anybody from trying to intimidate yeah. us. That's just we in common defense did. We had people everywhere at like every poll. The re- yeah. yeah, the reason I brought up the 2016 election was because I think Andrew Yang basically pioneered something really clever that mm-hmm. um, I think it more or less showcases like why socialists fail, um, yeah. and it's precisely that. Like, did people see socialists? They have a Pavlovian they see, response, and they, they don't will reject it. it. And they'll reject it. Andrew Yang basically pioneered the exact same thing Hillary Clinton proposed in 2016 when she proposed Alaska for America, but nobody knows what the fuck that means. But when he says yeah. freedom dividend. Like damn, show me freedom, free, freedom, David. I like, I like freedom. I, I, I like freedom. Freedom sounds good. Freedom, I, though. I'm down for freedom. Yeah. No, it's you do as I'm saying, and that's my biggest issue with the online left and all that, and, and a lot of socialists and all that is that you do have to take these things in consideration. Is that the the words you use, the framing you use, does matter like a lot. Yeah. Um. I don't want to bring up Destiny because you did this as a meme, but there's a lot of like clout that gets involved into this too. And I think like uh, Destiny like tried to like exploit this by like, oh, I'm a Cuban refugee bisexual. Like he was like wearing his identity <sighs> on his sort of thing. I mean, he's doing it as a, as a troll, but I, know, I get it. I get it. Framing and priming people is like really effective into like getting the responses you want. And I think yeah. a lot of like people. A lot, I don't want to say socialists. No, I do want to say socialists. Republicans are fucking amazing at that. It's not an estate tax. It's a death tax, right? It's, it's what, not, yeah. It's, not the it's repetition. Tax. It's Obama. They, yeah, what they're great at is visceral slogans, that, and they repeat that shit to death. And they are great at having a uniform response. Like, if they, whatever the talking point they picked, they're going to make sure it's visceral, and they're going to make sure it's easily repeatable. And it works every fucking time. Yep. Um, it, you'd almost have to admire their game if they just weren't like fucking evil. <laughs> That's too bad. Yeah. Like imagine Whereas what we, Democrats could do if they were as ruthless as Republicans. And seriously, like we can't even agree on the like, what do we want to call it? Medicare for all, uh, single payer healthcare, single universal, like because we we don't have a uniform response to things that we then repeat. Uh, endlessly, it ends up we end up getting overwhelmed and drowned out by whatever Republican talking point they choose, and that's just that is what the narrative is now. They have yeah, they, they control have the narrative grip on like well the overall narrative. They have like an iron grip on that. Iron, iron grip on the overall. They, they absolutely do. They have a they are ruth. They are there. There is if there's not if there's one thing they get right always, it's controlling the narrative. Always. That is the one thing they get right all the fucking time. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's real unfortunate. Like, um, this ties into the the uh, lefty veteran thing, but yeah. the, f- the way they, like, parade freedom, like, it's a fucking bumper sticker. Like, on the one hand, it's disgusting. 
On the other hand, it's like it's politically advantageous for them to. Do it works. That. They know it, it works. works. That's the thing. That's why I try to tell lefties. I'm like, hey, maybe instead of tearing down and rejecting the American flag and burning it, maybe we should wave the American yeah, flag and represent. People love wave that. that shit and represent a kind of you know more or less toxic and you know progressive uh belief in the american flag you know just basically you want to wave that banner because people it wish it will resonate with people i have brought it up that we're too we're too quick to tear things down but instead of using what we fucking have right then and right available to us um yeah um I, I wonder why it's it's really unfortunate to me that leftists kind of like so I'm going to like veer into another example where I think like hey, this is the sort of thing that bites us in the ass, but like the, uh, the weird inane opposition that the leftists have or obsession leftists have um, with tearing down, like I understand the arguments for it. I get the arguments for it. This isn't me trying to be like crypto. I understand all of this shit, but to the average lay person, there's they're like tearing down like statues of George Washington, for example. Or, or this yeah. is just like a really bad example. Maybe you should say Thomas Jefferson because he actually was like a huge slave owner. Well, um, no. All it does is like just scare the shit out of people, and it, all it does. Well, it depends. It, it, it depends. It depends on the narrative being put forward. The problem is that these things end up being, by and large, controlled by the right wing. So they, even if you could quell people's fears, unfortunately, your sensible uh, explanation to these things is drowned out by. They're tearing down all the statues. They're trying to destroy our history. They're trying to destroy America. Yeah, like, they're destroying it's America. Incredible hyperbole. Exactly. Like they're horribly exaggerating, uh, hyper, hy uh, hyperbolic nonsense. But it's loud and it drowns out any uh, any contrary opinions on the matter. And so that becomes the narrative. Like another one is a good example of how they control the narrative. Um, the Democratic Party. They, they're trying to say. That the defund the police slogan is what destroy is what is the reason they lost pretty much damn near everything at the state and local level. But it's like none of you ran on that. The Republican Party and right wing media hammered it home saying that y'all ran on that. Saying, yeah, that's what everyone else hears. And I think that's what everyone else hears. They not a single fucking Democrat except for like maybe one, and she won, actually ran on defunding the police. I wish I kind of wish like leftists would like be able to like weaponize hyperbole in the opposite direction too honestly um, or at the very least yeah we gotta fucking pick a narrative and stick with it shit get real loud and uh, repeat yeah. that fucking and repeat that fucking narrative because yeah no that's the democratic part because that's want to be clear here we're separating the left versus the democratic party two entirely different ways of going about it because the democratic party sucks at, at messaging and controlling the narrative uh just in general the weird thing, and you'll find this weird. I think there's some effectiveness of doing that when Republicans were trying to repeal, like their whole meme was repeal and replace Obamacare. Yeah. Um, there was this like really great line during the debates. Um, oh, this like actually appealed to the left, oddly, oddly enough. Um, it was like some like Bernie Sanders, like, me, you know, Medicare for all position was basically the same as Republicans. We're just going to repeal and replace Obamacare. Um, that shit like actually fucking hurts for, for some reason. People like Obamacare now, which is like only like two or three years ago. They fucking yeah. hate it. It's um, political at this point. Even Republicans know it's political suicide to like even oppose like the uh, the not what is it? Uh, well, the uh, you can't deny people uh, coverage for due to pre existing the pre existing uh, pre existing conditions clause. That whole deal. You know what I mean? It's political yeah. suicide to oppose that now, even for the Republicans. 
And that's what Democrats need to weaponize. Like, yeah. if anything they need to weaponize, they're trying to take away health care, not just from sick people, but infirm people, people with pre-existing yeah. conditions. Everybody knows somebody with a pre-existing condition. That's the kind of shit that's going to resonate. Yeah, um, and that's how, and and how they fail to weaponize that. It just blows my mind, honestly. Well, because a lot of the narrative has been hijacked for, like, spooky, scary socialism. Um, yeah. But may maybe I'm, like... Perhaps I'm wrong on that, right? I'd, I'd like no, to no, think it's shit. Because because what it is is like, um, fuck shit. I was about to say, fuck shit. Uh, Word up, uh, uh, fuck shit, dude. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, fuck shit. Um, oh man, did I seriously lose my train of thought? Yeah. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. Um, fuck, I lost my train of thought. God damn it, <laughs> I really oh, lost it. Tired. I, I had it. It's a favorite yeah. It happens I'm so sorry. I am. I guess I am burnt out at this point because I'm like I can't even keep my fucking train of thought right because I had something going. Or if you want to switch gears to like some topic that you might find more engaging, I don't know how you feel about this. I brought this. No, up. no, I know. I like I said, it's I. I can talk about anything. It's just my brain is tired. <laughs> uh, okay, let's talk about like the McRib. McDonald's came back with the McRib. That is processed food. I'm pretty sure it's made from whale meat. Uh, nobody <laughs> knows what it is in it, but they go nuts every time McDonald's announces it. What's that all about? Uh, because the McRib is fucking delicious. That's why. But no, it's it's not even like quality meat. No, it's oh, it's absolute garbage and it's terrible for you. And I would not recommend eating it. But at the same time, it is just a kind of guilty pleasure. I'm if I'm hungry, I'm, if I'm hungry, uh, I'm definitely gonna eat me a McRib. Yeah, I'm a fuck. Why not? Um, what'd you eat today? Me fucking. I mean. Other, You've been doing I mean, power. You have to eat something. Yeah, I've been surviving on margaritas and uh, Pringles. Wow, that is the breakfast of champions. Uh, the breakfast of champions. I was kidding. I did have a breakfast bowl. I did have apples, uh, bananas, uh, coffee, uh, and a coffee cake. I had a balanced meal. It sounds the like day. the shit we feed like hungry children in West Africa so they don't die. Like, what? You, why aren't you eating like actual food? You're gonna collapse. Hey, because. I don't want to have to shit while I'm streaming. <laughs> oh, okay. That's that that is it. Like I want to eat what is easier on my stomach because I, it'll I mean, be I really about like keeping the 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 chat like entertained. If you want to go take your shit, I don't yeah, you know see that's but you see that again. That'd be just, it's just so weird, you know. I just like hey, oh shit, I gotta go, and I'm all like fuck. Everyone shits. Why is that weird? Like, I know, I know it's not that. Say, it's just like. You came here for a talk, and then I'm just like, "Hey, oh, I'm sorry, I got, I gotta go, I gotta, you know, drop a deuce," and I just bounce. And you're just sitting here like, "Okay, what do we do now?" You maybe know what I mean? I wouldn't find that weird. Um, I, maybe Am I, I just, just projecting? Am I just projecting, thinking that everybody else will find that weird? No, other people are prudish, right? A, a lot of people, like for some reason, like like they really value their privacy when it comes to something we all know. Like talk about masturbation with the average person who doesn't like. Uh, <laughs> but it's uh, like, yeah, but but it's such a thing you just can't talk about for some reason. Yeah, um, I had this meme. It was like, there's only two kinds of people in the world. Uh, there's people who watch porn and they're liars. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's fucking true. I, I, honestly, I was saying you're gonna say the most, and I'm sure we all know by now, like the most repressed of them end up doing some freaky shit anyway. So it's only a matter of time. Ain't that you true? Know, it's only so, a matter of time. Who? So I mean, if we can shift gears, this other guest, she's like. She, so she was a sex worker. Mm -hmm. Oh no, is 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 a sex worker. Oh, like yeah. like OnlyFans or like she actually oh, like uh, we, only uh, OnlyFans, OnlyFans. Oh okay. Or if she did other 
thing she went to me. Um, I mean, I, mean, I, I, I ain't judging nobody. One, it is what one, it is. I'm pro-sex work. I don't know why sex work has a stigma it does compared to like, Why is it more dignified to flip burgers at a McDonald's than it is to show your tits on screen? I will never understand that. I will never understand the proof. There's no, re- there's and, no and, rhyme or reason why one thing is dignified and another thing is not. It's all any other one. Body. It's all selling your life. Honestly, I'd rather sell my body than I would uh, work at a fast food joint again. Um, I, I'd rather be a gigolo. I'd rather be a gigolo. I don't know if I got paid for it. Like, yeah, I mean, I, might if I got paid good money. I'd rather be a gigolo. It sounds easier than like any of the shit I do. Like, I mean, that's that, alienated from their work. And I don't think alienation is just because they don't own their work. It's just some work is just not fun. And that's just yeah. sad reality. But you know what is fun? Getting naked. <laughs> hey. Ain't nobody got a bad time with that shit. Ain't nobody got a bad time with that shit. But uh, yeah, sure nah. It's a, so I actually got a question for you. Um, yeah, what, I, do, I definitely do ask this for everybody. Like, what got you? Like, what got you into doing what you do now? Oh, I really love uh, Nazis. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, there, so that's like tongue in cheek. <laughs> I gotta, like, gotta need to preface that. There's yeah, context. That's, that's, a tongue, that's a little tongue in cheek. Um, yeah, no, I, I was there's like a lot of political concepts on YouTube, and there was this really fucking like meteoric, scary rise of like white nationalist content that just kind of got to be normalizing all the cool yeah. kids were the white nationalists, and it's like what the fuck. Um, yeah. There were very few streamers who like had the balls to like. I, they didn't like really want to jeopardize their their audience um, dealing with any of these people. They, they found themselves kind of enslaved to these same basic bitch arguments they were providing, and these arguments weren't even good. Um, yeah. So when you look into like a lot of their arguments, you find actually diversity is linked to a lot of different positive effects, or actually <clears throat> immigration's like very good for the economy. Like you find like yeah. all sorts of things that are like just total de- totally debunk their arguments, but nobody was making these arguments. It seemed really obvious. Um, so I. I really enjoyed doing that. And I thought I was really good at that. Um, so, I mean, that, that was more or less what got me into it. Um, it's, it's like my older stuff is cringe, so that's unlisted and you'll never see it. Um, but I I don't know. I like doing it. I like talking about that kind of stuff. Hey, no, that's no problem at all. I think that's a good motivation. And also, yeah, it's a, you know, it's a, I don't typically fault people for their older work, especially if you got rid of it. Because, yeah, no, it's a, we were all young once. You know, didn't know what the. Oh, I'm not, not going to. I'm not hiding from my views. I'm hiding from my production quality. My views oh, have changed. Oh, uh, okay. Well, in that case, yeah, if you, I did get rid of some of my older videos because my fucking production quality was garbage. Oh, gar garbage. I, I had the one video wait, I recorded wait. me reading. What's up? All you do. Oh, I'm sorry. I looked at some of your shit. Like all you do is talk to a camera like what production how could you get more garbage than that that's about as basic don't you don't you fucking don't you start with me all right hold on now there goes there's a lot of work that goes into turn on the webcam makeup on what you get a get a face light like yeah i get the you gotta get the right lighting i get the microphone the camera you know what i mean you gotta give me some credit there's a lot of work that goes into turning on my webcam um, the sad thing is, so I don't know if you watched any of my content. My content, I like try to like my content like visually engaging. It's very flashy editing and stuff like that. The sad mm-hmm. thing is, is that aesthetics applies to the left just, just as much as it does to the right. It might apply in a different fashion, but it does to the left as much as it does to the right. And yeah. I couldn't get people to engage with my work. Like there's no one in the world who's going to sit through a lecture on immigration and culture or anything like that uh, if it wasn't like made some way visually appealing. 
yeah. which is what I tried to do with mine. But here's here's another thing. Uh, this is going to get me in trouble. Pretty women are very good for selling politics, and conservatives know that. Oh, yeah. They, they know that shit out a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't know if the left really cares about the aesthetics of that sort of thing much, but I'm, maybe I'm just thinking, like, really strategic. Like I, I, I get, I, I know where you, I know where you're going with this. I know what you're thinking, and um, yeah, no, it's um, and it's just, it, I would say, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to do any kind of biological essentialism on this matter, like saying like we just, because uh, I don't know the science on this. But what I do know is that by and large, yeah, typically more attractive people will be, you know, you'll buy like if you're not attract, you're attractive but not too attractive. People, by and large, will you know take you more seriously and listen to you and be more that's interested. Not, in what that's you not have biological essentialism. That's just culture, right? We is just that, value is, it. Okay, so that, that that's was that? Yeah, sorry, sorry. Go after you. Yeah, no, that's, that, that was, that's what I was trying to go about saying. Um, yeah, I mean, the the sad truth is, this is one of these things I agree with, like MRA and cell types with, uh, which, <laughs> uh, as I say that, um, yeah. but. Um, Probably one of the few things you're allowed to like really discriminate on or hate on people uh, is on the basis of their looks, and it's a little like sad. I tr- I don't do it. I try my fucking best not to, and I tell people, hey, look, if we're gonna fuck out, you got an issue with somebody, it, it ain't their look. It ain't, it ain't got shit to do with their looks. If you're gonna insult somebody, don't insult their looks. Leave that leave that out of the equation. Like that's not a factor here. The factor yeah. is who these people are and what they're saying and what they're doing. Their looks is not a factor here. And until we normalize that and you know get in the habit of doing that, you know, we, this shit will never change. Because I'm like, yeah, I don't like, I don't care about the fact Trump's a, a, an old fat dude. That's not the fat. That's not the problem here. It's maybe what he says and does. Maybe this, again, I'm gonna put on my MRA hat and preface it by saying this is just a fake hat. I'm not really an MRA. I bought this. Yeah, uh, do you remember when there was those like naked Trump statues where it was like really obese and he's got a small yeah. penis? Could you imagine like the shit that would like be flung? Like imagine if those were like naked like Hillary Clinton or Kamala Harris statues. Like how it'd be just, it'd be seen as disgusting, objectifying, and, uh, and, and sexist and all that all that good shit. And, yeah, yeah no, when it's, it's Trump, it's like oh, well, it's funny. He's fat. It's he's it's funny. It's, and, and again, I just penis. that's funny. People with small penis are funny. It's uh, like. What the fuck? It's like, just like to it, that's the joke. Cause you're telling me that's the joke. That's the thing. That's the problem here. Is that yeah. he's fat. He has a small penis and he's ugly. Like that's the problem here. And I'm like, no. See, that's um, the the same people who like try to like criticize this aspect of society end up being the ones like most reinforcing it. Um, yeah. Really, just on the basis he, of political vendettas. Well, it's because yeah, it's because they just think it's a bad person, so it's okay. Yeah, I uh, I get that logic. I mean, sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes there's some truth to that logic, I guess. Yeah. Um, for me, it's like if you're if you're gonna talk shit about look somebody else's looks, you're free. You're fair open. Game. You're open season. Fucking you are fair, fair game. Um, you, that, that that's that's my take on it. If your shit is about insulting other people's looks, oh, uh, then at that point you're you're free game. Um. Yeah. Basically. Um. I. So. Damn. Where do you want to take a conversation from here? I was gonna say <laughs> we go back. Hey, I'm the host. Hey, I am the host, okay? Damn it, I'm the one who's supposed to be keeping the conversations going. Anyway, if you need to go take a shit, I'll uh, I'll handle uh, it. I appreciate <laughs> LSP. I appreciate your concern for me. I really do. But also, I'm very fuck concerned you. with your comfort, your bowels. Fuck <laughs> you. 
I, you know, my, my, bowel, my bowel movements are none of your goddamn business. I am my business. I'm, your comfort's my business. I'm trying to get you my, dog. Well, you like, <laughs> fuck me, man. Fuck yeah, you. Well, fuck you. Poor well-being anymore. Oh, no, it's fucking shit. I would say when I go back to what I made about cringe content, you see that I talk off the cuff. I, uh, I just make it up on the go. I talk on my feet. I yeah. tried being script. I tried being scripted once because when I first, you know, saw you know leftist content and all that, most of it was like the type of scripted, well edited, well produced, edited stuff, and I was like, let me try that, and it was nope. terrible. I can't um, read a script. I can't fucking read a script. I can't. You you can ask Jangle Science Light about this. We were actually just talking about this the other day. I'm actually really appreciative of content that's not scripted because I think like. When you're scripted, you do a lot to sanitize what your actual views are so that you can be yeah. safe. And when you're unscripted, it's like raw, it's like raw you. It's, it's me. Like, it's me. It's you. It's it's seeing the strokes playing live versus hearing them on a radio when studio yeah. produced. You know, it's and like. I, and what I've discovered is definitely a lot more personal to people. Like, like turns out people really like it. Uh, I mean, I appreciate it. I'm too stupid to like just go off the cuff for the most part, so I have to script my shit out. Um, yeah. I like getting myself refined, but I think I'm like pretty straightforward enough that you don't have to get fooled by like a fake me when I present my content. Like you should yeah. know. I'm. I want to say like keeping it real because it sounds like fucking weird coming out of my mouth. <laughs> I keep it real, yo. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. Word, word up. I keep that shit real. Um, at least I think I do. I don't know. Maybe some yeah. agree, but I I think I'm pretty straight with all my shit. I don't, That's I don't know why yeah, no, I me. Mean, I'm very. I'm a straight shooter. I've been uh, almost to a fault. Some people have accused me of being abrasive, even in the Marine Corps. People were just like, "You're, you're a little bit abrasive, a little too forward." I'm like, "What are you?" I'm like, "What are you talking? What the fuck are you talking about?" You're like, one, you're loud. Two, you swear too much. Three, you just kind of like talk to everybody the same, regardless of rank. And I'm like, Ooh, "What?" That's a big no-no what? in the military, ain't it? I'm like, I'm just talking to people. I'm like, yeah, but you can stand up. You know, be a, be a little more courteous. So I'm like, what are you, I'm like, how am I, not, I am being courteous, aren't I? And then until there was this one time there was a major who, uh, what if this was this is while I was the substance abuse control officer. You know, she comes in up to, uh, you know, to do your analysis and I'm like, uh, it's canceled. She was like, uh, well, no, I'm, I'm here, to, you know, here to provide my sample. I'm like, ma'am, it's canceled, it's done. You're like, uh, well, no, I'm here to do. It. I'm like, no. I, I was like, no. It's you're like, you, I'm sorry. It's, we're not doing this. There ain't no one here for you. This is canceled. It's done. I'm like, you're, what do you, what do you, like, what do you want from me? I'm like, there's nothing. To, like, you want, you want to talk to the set? He ain't here right now. I'm in charge. And I'm telling you, it's done. And she, she was not happy about me just trying to tell, basically telling her. I was like, I was like, well, you can get mad. I'm like, I don't shoot the messenger. I literally said, don't shoot the messenger. You know what I mean? And she and she she walked off, and then the career planner across, like literally across, the staff sergeant, because I'm a sergeant, so he's a staff sergeant, he's above rule one rank of me. He saw that he was like Baker. Wait, wait, did you say you were a sergeant? Yeah. How old are you? You're like 12 or something. Like how? Mother, I'm 12. I am an adult. God, I'm an adult. That age? Don't you have to? Damn, I thought like you were allowed to be like grizzly and old for that shit. You're like a Gerber baby. Gerber, I will. I'm gonna hurt you, LSP. I'm gonna show you what a Gerber baby can do to some motherfuckers' kneecaps. You keep oh, yeah, playing. Yeah, you're me. trained in the military. You can like <laughs> kill me with a paper uh, towel. Don't change the facts. You got a little baby face. Like, damn. I, I, I am 26. 26. I joined at 
I, okay. I joined at 17, right out of high school. I'm a little older, so that feels like really old to me. Um, I mean, oh shit, good for you. I guess if you got sergeant at like that such a young age, that seems pretty cool. How do you? I worked. Like, I worked hard. Uh, there's not like a lot of kiss-ass politics in the military. There's not a what? Oh no, I mean, I mean yes and no to an extent. By and large, like it, it, the, the kiss-assery doesn't really start to the higher ranks, but you do, you do even at the lower ranks find your your uh, teachers' pets here and there. You know what I mean? They're they're there. And sir, I'm honored to clean the latrine, sir. <laughs> what the fuck? And I'm like, I'm like, you're, you're a little, you need to chill. Or the ones who are just, and they, they're, they're by and large like the the super. We we call them. This is. You know what? I'm not going to say what? it because that's going to be a. Oh, no. I, I'm gonna say a combination of the word motivated and the R slur. So I will leave it at that. Oh, it, we that's what oh. we called them. Yeah, you know, oh, it, um, it, going on here, then. yeah, you know what I mean. We say it's very, very much not PC in the military, um, and that's what we we that's what we call those guys. Yeah, this, just, wait, you think maybe that has anything to do with it being like having this conservative culture? Conservative. It's more. It's not even. It's not even conservative in the conservative, like the traditional conservative sense. More so anti PC, anti SJW sense. They were more leaning towards that than conservatism because policy wise they pretty much all support single payer universal health care uh yeah. because of the yeah because they have it they've they're, they're living it they're experiencing it and by and large most service members support it you know what i mean so that's like policy, a great opportunity like why can't the left god damn just go join the fucking military right <laughs> you've got those are votes you could get the shit you want yes uh, policy, policy-wise, the military is very left-wing. Culture-wise, it's very right-wing. Hence, why they end up supporting right-wing politicians, even though those right-wing politicians' policy, uh, uh, the policy they support, do not at all align with what the people uh, active duty actually want and would actually support if they knew better. If the if the left-wing culture was more appealing to them. I'm sorry, I was reading something as you were saying that, and I lost like the very last sentence you said. I swear to God, I was listening, but then I was oh, reading what they were saying at the same time because somebody sent me a message. You know, you uh, I'm pretty sure it was some message about, oh God, the military is left wing in terms of policy, it's right wing in terms of culture. Yep. Why is the culture right wing though? Why? Uh, manipulate again, that. why is it, let's say, why is the culture right wing? Again, uh, a lot of it I would say has to do with. Uh, like I said, it really is like mostly an aesthetic thing. It really um, is. Right wing cultures, by and large, really, really value the kind of ultra nationalistic, patriotic, fucking uh, jingoistic, you know, world, you know, aesthetic. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. That's why. Well, you remember from that article? I, I sent you that article. I see me right. Yeah, that, you were talking. Yeah, about I it. Said it was like typecasting, where it's just this is just essentially the type yeah. of people, like the, the the stereotypes associated with it is kind of why people go to those things. Not even because, again, like I said, policy wise, they're most they're all left wing, but culturally, they think that's where they are going to be. That's where they need to be. That's where they should be. That's where they should go to. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. Um, so, I, 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 
this makes it kind of really sad because it feels like leftists. Um, we're they, we're leaving some leaving some peeps shit on the table that we should be going for. And you don't have to like conservatives. If conservatives could infiltrate like left wing institutions, I mean they do. They really do try to like yeah. infiltrate things like uh, the university. Like there was a time, actually, if you're interested, where the university had more of a right wing uh, bent in yeah. terms of like, its uh, uh, academic like um, like in terms of like its body. It's a, a teacher body. I'm sorry, I'm forgetting the words. Um, then, then it did left wing. That was when, like, we had there was like a great interest in like a, an adversary in the Soviet Union, right? Mm -hmm. Conservatives know how to infiltrate these institutions when it serves their ends, and at that time there was some value in doing it, right? Yeah. And I think they really have been trying to do that with things like Turning Point USA, with mm -hmm. Milo's like, oh, I almost said they're that trying to They're definitely trying to reinfluence the culture of of universities and whatnot. With it's, some uh, degree of effectiveness. With some degree of effectiveness. Like, if you look at college Republicans, they have gotten so much more fucking reactionary and, uh, just like, a thousand times worse than they used to be. Yeah, the scary thing... I don't know if you watch, like, any... Um, like, any of these people from, like, Daily Caller or, like, uh, Mike mm -hmm. Knowles. Or, you know who these people are, if I say their yeah, name? Yeah, I do. I, I know them. I know, I know Mike Knowles but, and all those motherfuckers. I know them. Yeah, dumb, dumb, dumb fucking people. But, yeah. like, it's a little scary, because if you watch some of, like, the college tour shit they do... With some of the questions they get, like some of it's like overtly like white nationalist kind of shit, and it's like and it's why college Republicans literally be inviting white nationalists to their to their colleges to speak on their colleges when they like they were they were like uh, inviting people like James Alsup, and I'm like that dude is like overtly a white nationalist. He co-hosted you know I mean? a show with Nick Fuentes. Like, like Nick Fuentes, you yeah. know what I mean? I, this should be a hard thing to miss. Damn, but like people I, for some reason this is I don't is it. Is it like what Paul Joseph Watson says? Is really just the new counterculture is to be a fucking fascist? It, like, that's it's not even. I would say it's counterculture. It is just the loudest culture. So the very loud too. Like, why are leftists left when they're loud, but righties like righteous when they're loud? Yeah, I would say it's it is a matter of controlling the narrative of and and especially of aesthetic appeal. You know what I mean? They know how to play. They know how to appeal to a certain aesthetic of uh, toughness, machismo. Even if it's all paper thin and, fraud, and they're all frauds, it's they know how to appear uh, to be. I would say, like I said, tough. You know, it's a kind of fetishization of mask of uh, you know hyper masculinity and all that. Like I said, it's, which is very common in the military, where toughness is effectively, you know. I don't give a fuck about it. Like fuck your feelings, you know. I mean, they, they you, you you'll you'll find people in the military, especially higher the higher the rank you go, they always have mugs that are basically varying degrees of fuck your feelings. Yeah, I and mean, there's an old this is this is really toxic, but it's also like really endearing to like a lot of young people, and these are the people you need to get. So I don't know, yeah. is it worth? I'm wondering like how you would get these people without like turning them off from your entire movement, right? I um, mean, I think the left needs a warrior culture, personally. Yeah, why the fuck not? I, I genuinely think we do. Like, we do. We need a uh, a left-wing alternative to the type of uh, machismo, masculinity, warrior culture, and all that. We, we're, the left is really good at deconstructing things, but we're not very good at having a 
Oh, like they're good at constructing things. At constructing, they have an appealing alternative. Yeah, we're because good at these people, construction. We're not good at construction. <laughs> exactly, because I'm like, the, with these, a lot of guys, like, they like the camaraderie and the warrior culture in the military. They do. They really fucking do. Like, it's camaraderie. They hate each other. So we don't really have that. Like, yeah, we have camaraderie with regards to class interests. But the aesthetic, unfortunately, is very much non-existent. We're like, what is the aesthetic appeal to the left? Can you tell me? Uh, what? Well, the left would be very mad if I said it, but yeah. they, they seem to they seem to own a lot of like class consciousness as like a meme. Um, they yeah. seem to own like, I mean, it's almost like a a, a fucking joke, but like the idea of. Um, well, social justice, I guess you could say, social justice issues. Yeah, but, but the thing is that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's very amorphous, you know? It's not, it's abstract. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, what, well, is the, what is the symbolism? What is the aesthetic to it? Well, the problem with some of these issues is it's associated with things like riots. Yeah. Right? It's associated with... And that's usually because of right-wing right narratives and all like, that. We but, can't talk about like the, ne the necessity of social justice in the... Like, like social justice is good. We want social yeah. justice. But this conversation is being mired because there's like, like the meme that the Republicans or right wingers in general like uh, uh, weaponizes to is like a screaming like banshee girl, like yeah. really just some poor kid who's having a bad day. But yeah, now honestly, they just call somebody on a bad day, and now and now that is the left aesthetic. Now that is what the left looks like. That one screen, that one person who was just caught on a very bad day. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Like I've. The left need to get good at this kind of shit. Like we're we're kind of going in circles, but the left really do need to get good at owning the idea of aesthetics. Um, and we really I, again, I said that we really do. We really do embrace the flag. Have some kind of a stand warrior culture. Reclaim patriotism. You know, reclaim patriotism. Paying taxes is patriotic. We got a fucking budget deficit. That shit needs to be paid off. Paying taxes is patriotic. You know what? People, sick people is patriotic. Sick of Reclaim that shit. We'll do that with the while waving the fucking flag as you're what doing. Multiculturalism, dog, is like uh, the one most American thing I can think of is being a fucking lot of yeah, different cultures all coalescing into this one singular identity. That and, is and, patriotism. There, like I, uh, that trust, America. Yeah, that's America. Stop rejecting American identity instead. In fact, use it. Use it. We have it. Use it. Reclaim it. Yeah, but. It's but again that I've been saying that and I hope that I hope that I will be successful in being able uh, to influence that personally. I'm going to keep trying. Oh, uh, hopefully. Uh, what do you think our odds are in the future? Like, I think under like what is Biden going to facilitate this or like if we got somebody else would this like be better? Like, like Biden kind of exudes <laughs> that machismo like that we're talking about. Like he's a shirtless dude. Kind of looks like a fucking biker, like washing his like 1970s era sports car, right? And eating fucking ice cream. I don't know. Like, Biden's like just way more Chad than I think like any of the other Democrats. Like, Bernie wasn't Chad. And Bernie, that is Bernie a, and that is a, and the saddest thing, the saddest thing, that is a low fucking bar, honestly, compared to the rest of the Democrats. Um, like, what else did the Democrats have to offer? Like, why do you say that? Uh, just like with regards to that kind of old school machismo look, there ain't many Democrats. That well, really I don't think Democrats like care about. So, like Bill Clinton could own cool. Al Gore was. Oh like, yeah. Um, Barack Obama, I think, did own cool. Uh, he did. He, they he like try it. to like project him as like a sissy. 
Um, I don't think it really worked, though. Like, you know, he's a commander-in-chief in mama jeans. I don't think anybody really gave a shit about that. Like, I don't think anybody saw Barack Obama as this big softy, um, even though he kind of exudes that 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 air of, like, spoke, being, That kind of soft-spoken, you know, respectability and all that. Yeah, but I, I think, like, Obama in his own right could, like... But Obama was very effective politically. Um, yeah. And I just, like, some of these other guys, they're just not. And... Like for some reason, it, like it really is down to aesthetics. Al Gore just didn't project well compared he to did. George W. He Bush did. was personable and charismatic, and he was easygoing. He leans on the podium. He's an everyman. He talks like a Texan, not like some sort of a, a Ivy League elitist with a yeah. stick up his ass. But you know what? Seriously, George W. Bush was an Ivy League elitist with a stick up his ass. Like he is, but his aesthetic was the opposite of that. Yeah, and that so, shit matters. That shit matters. So, hey, I'm open the floor to questions if anybody has any. Yeah, because we're about to wrap up. Then we'll you know, close the statements, yada, yada, yada. But if you have any questions for LSP here, this is the time to ask them. Yeah, ask whatever. I'll answer. Yep. yep. But, yeah, while they were getting their questions together, if anybody has any. Um, yeah, no, dude, it's <laughs> – you know, you ask me what do I think going forward, how do I think it's going to happen. I just – I don't know. I really don't. I, I all I know is what I'm gonna do. And what I are you gonna, to, gonna keep on trucking on with the show? I'm gonna keep trucking on with the show and local uh, organizing because if I can successfully facilitate the housing homeless veterans project through the uh, neighborhood revitalization committee, through Habitat for Humanity and all that, because we did lots of stuff we're doing, yeah. then I can more confidently pursue expanding that outwards outside of just my what? local area because if some I can't cool help my local area then I can't do shit for anybody else. What'd you say? Oh um, yeah, I'm just, this is some cool ass shit you're doing too. Um yeah. here's an example of where aesthetics go bad. Jimmy Carter, I don't know if you know, Jimmy Carter like actually does build homes for habitat for humanity. Yeah. Like dude's he's like, one of our primary contributors he's one of our primary contributors by the way. I just wanted to put that out there. But he doesn't own that. Like this is a thing. Like not like Chad Jimmy Carter out there in the hot sun with a fucking hammer. That's an image that you could sell people and would be pretty fucking badass. But when yes. Jimmy Carter, what do they think of? They think of this soft-spoken, uh, like incompetent buffoon who basically let the Iranians kidnap like a bunch of Americans. Like yeah. that's the Jimmy Carter people know. He rolled over for the Soviets. He turned yeah. Iran into a terrorist state. That's Jimmy Carter. Yeah. You don't. None of this stuff matters. Like I mean, actually, all this stuff matters. What I mean to say is. None of this matters strategically, just that you can sell your ideas to people in a personable way. Jimmy Carter yeah. swinging a hammer on a roof, that's fucking cool. It Jimmy does. Carter it, moving around to the, the Muslimists, the Ayatollah, not cool. Mm -hmm. As I was saying, and that's uh, before until we answer this question, I just want to say like one last thing on it. Yeah, if the, like I was saying, the Democratic Party, like, look, y'all, if y'all really want to sell your party, your identity to people, that's should doing shit like that is how you do it. Like, seriously. You, we was one of any any one of y'all coming out helping put build a fucking house. That's what people will know you for. That's what people will look at. That's the image you want people to see, to think of when they think of your party and whatnot. But unfortunately, none of them have have figured that out yet. So here yeah, we there's are. kind of an elitist feel that a lot of them have, and I think this is a problem with like lefties too. Like they, I think they kind of seem to have a disdain for plebs. Um, and the way they carry themselves it seems very academic, and I think for most people that's just a general turnoff. It, it um, definitely depends on what, which, which section you're talking about. I would definitely, absolutely say the more online theory type ones for sure. You know what I mean? It's yeah. You know what I mean? But let's go ahead and answer this question by Archibald Moore. This is to you. 
Do you think AOC is a good influence on the party? Uh, Yeah, actually, I do. I think her getting, like, the most viewed, again, perpetually online, but you know what? Fucking young people need to vote. That's where the Democrats win. Young people. They get the young vote. And if they can mobilize that shit, they don't lose. And you know what? AOC getting the most watched stream on Twitch, playing a fucking video game. uh, I mean, I wish she wouldn't have. Like, I don't think Hassan Piker is like... Uh, I think Hassan Piker is like a bit of a double-edged sword, but you know what? That yeah. shit fucking worked. That shit right? worked. Like, it brought a lot of visibility to it. It's hard to ignore, especially if you're just some young guy who's not really political in the first place. Politics is boring, but you see the most no, it's very boring. on Twitch, and you see this, well, there's this congressman. She's fucking cool. She's playing games. She's having fun. Like, I don't know. Like, that shit can sell. You could sell that shit, and it has some sort of political efficacy to it. So AOC yeah. is a little left-wing for my, my personal taste, but... I mean, she's fucking works. Like she's yeah. she's a solid vote, and she she she's good for getting like young people engaged, and that's what I care about is getting people engaged. Yeah, seriously, and that's the that's the most important thing to do, and that's been the Democratic Party's biggest fucking mistake is not trying to engage with young people. But yeah, seriously, even if, like even if you don't work within either party, the you do want to influence the youth. You do. You, you, you just do. Like, they are going to be the next generation. They are going to be the most reliable. They, they are going to be the new base. And for whatever your political ends, whatever your ends to be, you do want to get young people involved. And to uh, not do so, yeah. well, to not do so is a gigantic fucking waste. Yep. Um, again, I see this one here. Personally, her championing defunding the police and streaming without right marks like South off office wise. Well, not for her. It works just fine for her. And again, it all comes down to narrative control because no, like, safe for her and the people and the, the progressive Democrats in places where they were pretty much safe anyways, that that works for them. But the other people who are, uh, who felt like they were maligned, like they were slimed by that by that uh, slogan, again, they did, not only did they not run on it, they had no internet presence or really any media presence whatsoever. So they didn't even combat the narratives, uh, the un, the the incorrect narratives uh, slimed onto them because, uh, and which resulted in them just kind of, they want to blame activists and AOC and all that jazz. And I'm like, no, y'all didn't have your own narrative. And if you did, you sure as shit didn't say it. Well, you it might be, oh, this might be something only AOC can do. AOC is very politically effective. She's actually very good at politics, which is oh, yeah, very much um, so. refreshing. Um, but like, imagine if, so this, Again, Joe Biden's he exudes an entirely different kind of energy, so I don't know if he'd get away yeah. with it. Hassan Piker is like on camera saying shit like "kill landlords," like he. Yeah. And I, I will find I, you need to see evidence of that. Yeah, um, I'm good. You, so I mean, like that's the sort of shit where like Fox News gets a hold of it. It's like who is this person he's streaming? They with? get that clip. Like, it didn't yeah. matter the context. They got the clip. Yeah, they and got now the they're clip. Gonna use it. They got America deserved 9/11 from Hassan Piker, right? Like when he was getting into spat with Dan Crenshaw. Um, same kind of shit there. Like this is shit that could bite you in the ass if you're not careful. AOC, I, I guess she's just that good. Um, yeah. In fact, he just said it. America deserved 9/11. Yeah, uh, I remember that. I'm just like, like even again, even regardless of the, because I know the context, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What the you what you say is now out there, and that's what they ran with, and that's what you're known for now. Um. So, yeah. You gotta be careful. You really do about what you say, because again, I, I I stress that it's like it doesn't matter what the context is. All they gotta do is get a clip. 
All they got to do is clip that shit out and bada bing. Like the part where you said, you said, you know, I like Nazis. And you know what I mean? It's just like all the motherfuckers do is clip that shit out. And then they'll be able to say, oh, uh, Rico Rance was uh, hosting a, 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 a fucking talk show with a guy who says he likes Nazis. And then yeah, like, there, there, we, there we go. I'm like, even though yeah. you were being tongue in cheek, even though the context surrounding it was, again, was tongue in cheek, and you went on to explain your, your actual position. You could easily Very cut that out and be like, "You get what I'm saying?" Yeah, I get. So what I'm saying. you got to be careful about those things because, yeah, it can very quickly, very easily be turned against you, and then you you end up like Hassan Parker, where now you are the America deserved 9/11 guy. Uh, yeah. Um, part of me just doesn't give a shit. Uh, I give a shit yeah. when like. If you're, if you're obviously, if I'm AOC, I need to be careful. I'm LSP, yeah. who is mostly nameless, mostly faceless on the internet. So I, yeah. I get a little bit of like liberties on how like cheeky I can be with some of this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, we we've totally veered off from answering Archibald Moore's question, but basically, we we, we did we we did answer. I think we, I think we did. Well, now we're just talking. We just, yeah, we just answered like a lot of more uh, questions yeah. at the same time, like. Yeah, but I mean it, it's cool. Yeah, so basically, I don't have an issue with AOC. She strikes me as uh, she strikes me as a generally bright person. Um, she strikes me as politically effective. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. I, I disagree with some of her politics, but there you have it. Like there we go. Honestly, I'm I, I, I'd, anyway. r- I'd rather the, I'd rather there be more of her than not. Yeah, that's yeah. that's where I stand on that too. And since that was the other question, and we're over an hour now, so we're gonna do closing statements. So for me, I usually do so I do my I do my thing here where I say, hey, thanks for coming. I want to say again, if you all have stuck with me this entire fucking day, thank you. Thank you. It has been a treat. This has been fun. Uh, and I look forward to doing this next Sunday. So this is you know what I mean. So I will have a new a new roster of people. Some may be repeats, others might be entirely new people. Uh, like Carissa Avalon and Hunter Avalon, things like that. Because like Carissa, she's on board, but Hunter was still working on that. But uh, I have people of all stripes. Like I said, I'm not just talking to content creators. I want to talk to anybody. So I'll be having professors and people all over the world coming on. So I look forward to doing that, and I look forward to having you all there. I will be streaming this on multiple platforms, not just YouTube. It'll be on Facebook and Twitch now as well. So. You can find my you can find my stuff everywhere on those three platforms now. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook at Dorico Baker, uh, YouTube at Rico Rants, and Twitch at, again Rico Rants, and Twitter at Dorico Baker. Um, also, please you know donate if you can donate to uh, the my local Habitat for Humanities Neighborhood Revitalization Committee. The link to the donation page in the description below. Uh, when you donate, please make sure you annotate that it is for the Neighborhood Revitalization Committee. I have fucking said that so many times today. Um, or the NR Committee, or just say it's for Rico, and they'll know. Uh, and with that being said, LSP, any closing statements and advertisements? Advertisements, yeah. So McDonald's right now is serving the McRib. Uh, it's on part of their value menu. Um, it is possibly made from whale meat. That is currently unknown. May or may not contain like hydrogen peroxide as the active ingredient, but oh, you don't yeah. care about that because you're eating at McDonald's. Yeah, you wouldn't. If you're eating at McDonald's, you you don't care. You don't care what you're eating. Anything the hydrogen peroxide cleans it. it honestly, like 
you wouldn't be able, you you wouldn't be here at McDonald's otherwise. Like that's that's that, yeah, that's I, I appreciate you having me. Is, is, oh no, is, for sure. This was this you had a good time. Uh, I had a good time. Do you have a good time? I fucking had a had a blast. Like I said, though, I just wait, wait, wait. I, okay, let's we, hypothetically. Every guest you've had on today is currently trapped in a building that's on fire, and you don't have the ability to save one of them. Who do you save? Uh, I leave. I'm out. Itch. Yo, peace to all of you. It's been real. <laughs> it's been, a, been a real pleasure. <laughs> okay. Hey, I, well, I, can't, I, like I can't let y'all go think. I'm just kidding. It'll probably be Jody. Uh, what the fuck? The, Imperial news. Well, I love the guy. He's fucking awesome. His fucking beard and everything. You know what I mean? And he's got oh. and he's got a wife and he's got a wife and kids. You know what I mean? What am I human waste? Like I'd like to not burn to death too. Why does he get I, saved? He's got a wife and kids. I don't want his kids. You to don't know that father. I don't have a wife and kids. I got a cat. That's a little thing. <laughs> <similar. laughs> I'm saying. I'm just that's just that's just me. I don't know y'all because every person's been on has either pets or some kind of family to some degree. Yep. But so but that's why I'm like uh, that's, but. That's neither here nor there. I, I it, it'd be in the moment. I don't think about it. We'll see. Let's hopefully we don't find ourselves in that situation, unless you're plotting Sunday. Let's be. I don't know. What you up to, brother? Uh, I was plotting on getting everybody you've had on stream today into a fire to put you in this sort of situation. But now Yo. that I know I'm gonna die, I'm not doing it. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't do that if I were you. That's not gonna, that, that ain't gonna work out for you. It's like setting right. up a poly experiment with yourself on the track. With, with yourself on the track. <laughs> what a dumb fucking thing would that be? So who are you gonna who, who are you gonna save? Who are you gonna save? Wait, what? You're not gonna save me? What? <laughs> oh god. With that being said, I'm gonna end the broadcast. Thank you all. It's been a fucking blast. Y'all take care. <laughs>